Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Danny Ortiz. And I am Ryan McCarsky. Ryan McCarsky, early in the morning, will we rise up and seek him? And that's what we're doing this morning. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Danny. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, man. Really, really good. Um, getting things back into the kick of things, getting the kids into school, uh, getting, you know, everybody in the place they need to be, even at early this morning. Got to get them up and get them out, you know? That's it. For sure, man. What's going on with you in school, man? How, how, how are you doing in school? How's the transition for your kiddos that you're leaving behind and all that, man? Uh, school school's good. I mean, as far as work goes, I mean, we were through, this is like starting, roughly starting like the second full week. So students are adjusting well. Uh, at home is busy. You know, Amber, Amber's got the two little ones now so just trying to figure out a, a rhythm and stuff but that'll take uh that'll take a little bit more time it's hard with um a toddler to, to acclimate we'll call it <laughs> man listen act, both sides you know acclimated to, to that's why I, I i love the fall but at the same time i know what the fall comes with right the fall yep. comes with change it is my favorite season. I was talking to some fellas. We were with some fellas on Saturday. And after our meeting, I was just saying, man, fall is my favorite uh, season. Um, no, I, I don't know. Something about smelling wood fire outside. Yep. <laughs> and yep. for those who list, are listening who don't get the cooler weather and don't get the changing of the leaves and all that, I feel just, just so bad for you. I know some, some folks <laughs> listen to this are in California. Some folks listen to this that are in Florida. And some folks listen to this that are in Central America. Listen, I feel bad for y'all that don't get all the seasons. Here in Ohio, we do. Uh, and one of the things that I can be sure of when the four comes, change is coming. Uh, yep. And not only does change come outside, but change come in the household too. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah, fall. Yeah, I, I feel like growing up here, at least, if there wasn't a change, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have like a an idea of when kids would go back to school and and when stuff was just going on because it's I guess just a natural occurrence like when I was living at a short time in Arizona and I lived there and mainly the winter while I was playing baseball and it didn't like there's no change I was there in January and February and didn't see a cloud it was blue sky and I, I could have told you it was June or July and it wasn't well you could tell at night being in the desert it got cold but other than that like it, it was wild. So yeah, if, if you don't have, if you don't have four seasons, I wouldn't know it was fall. I wouldn't know when I was supposed to start school, to be honest with you. Listen, it is so good, man. I don't know. Listen, I don't know who needs to hear this, but embrace the change, you know, oh. embrace the change that's coming prophetically. Um, we go from glory to glory. I was talking to a group of people yesterday, man, Ryan. And this is the this is this is the believer's life. We go from glory to glory, from faith to faith. Uh, the 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 one thing that we know um, that can be constant in the spirit is change, mm -hmm. because we're constantly growing. And if you're not, we were just praying before this. And one of the things I was praying over you and I is that because because I want I want you know. It's weird. We pray for awakening, all these things. We pray it always outside of us, Ryan. 
And I'm not, I, I have never been that type of person. I'm always like, Lord, let it start with me, right? And then, so today I was praying that for you and I, right? Lord, don't let us get complacent. Don't let us get stagnant, right? But yeah. let constantly the spirit of God, if the Holy Spirit is operating inside of you, one of the things that are going to be constant is change. Because mm-hmm. as we as we see him, we'll be like him, right? And so because our flesh would, it's constantly changing and evolving and is revealing more of the godness that's inside of us. And again, like that onion being peeled, we're being peeled back, man. And with every, I don't know what happens to you, Ryan, but with every peel, it's a change because it's a surrendering of that flesh. And and that that requires some changing of, of who we are, changing of address sometimes and changing of direction. Yeah, absolutely, Danny. Uh, we we need to let, and, and it's hard to do, but we need to let the spirit continue to to wash over us. I guess you could say, where where it he cleanses us and he and he and he changes us. And I think as humans, it's hard it's hard to want to go through constant change because I think we we probably naturally like to stay stagnant to a certain extent because it's comfortable, um, but. You know, as I was just talking, John, John 15 dropped into my mind where, you know, it's a it's a pruning process. No one likes to be pruned. I, I mean, it, it doesn't feel great. And, and sometimes growth may not feel the way we want it to feel. I, I know growth when it's talked about in, in the world, it's, you know, you're getting better and 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 with getting better naturally in your mind, I think you feel better. But. I think there's a pruning process where it's like some of the growth, especially spiritually, it can be hard. Um, and we don't, we don't like the uncomfortable. That's why sometimes change is a little bit rough for us. You know, it's the old adage saying, uh, get comfortable being uncomfortable <laughs> yep. because yep. right. Uh, I, I was thinking this morning, Psalms 46, 10, be still and know that I am God and I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted about the, You know, I think part of it is like this. Imagine Ryan, you know, you know this because your wife has been in surgery. Um, I, I've been in surgery. Imagine us in surgery, not getting knocked out and moving while the surgeon is working on us. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult for the surgeon to complete what he needs to complete in the surgery because yep. we're just going nuts. And I think a lot of times God wants to do some in-depth work inside of us, but because we get so busy and caught up in life. And like you said, in the routine and the stagnation and God's like, listen, I want to bring change, but I need, I need to do some work internally with you, you know, and us allowing the Holy spirit, to bring that change, but do some surgery within our spirits. You know what I mean? And I just see this man being still and allowing him to do the stuff in us, you know, because sometimes what happens with change also, Ryan, we want to take the wheel and we're like, all right, let's do it. And it's like, no, it's the change by the spirits, what the Holy spirit is wanting to do within you. And we just need, we just need to be uh, a leaf in the river and be a passenger and let him do what he needs to do. Absolutely. And I, I think we need to make sure um, we clarify that when, when you're talking about 
uh, Psalm 4610, there, there are times when be still means legitimately go away with the Lord and be still. Um, but that doesn't mean also that you can't have a, the inner work happening while you're still, while you're actually going about your day. It's, it's really a stillness internally and a stillness of heart. There is a place absolutely where you need to take time and, and spend time with the Lord alone without any distractions. But don't be confused. Some of that working is going to be happening while you're going about your day um, if there's a stillness of heart. So I thought that needed to be some clarity because some people would then be like, well, I don't have the time to, to go away per se. And it's like, all right, well, there's there's seasons for that for sure. But that doesn't mean that he's not going to continue to be working internally while you're going about your normal your normal life. I love that, Ryan. I love that, man. Stillness within ourselves, right? And that's that that's that peace that everywhere you go. And you, I don't know if this happened to you, Ryan. I, I could be doing something. It, it could be anything. I could be speaking at a place and yep. God's, God's still doing the work within me. Yeah. Right. He's still like within me, like as I'm projecting words out of my mouth inside my spirit, he's, he's literally doing a, B, C. I mean, he's going through the list within me. Right. I, and go yeah. ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I found that when I've tried to make an intentional, like cut out time, I find that I almost like work too hard to, to, to have the Lord work on me. And I, I find and this is, and this is just personally for me, I find it to be more organic where I'm going about things and all of a sudden, you know, there's something happening. The Lord kind of stops you and then he pulls me into time with him. So it's, I wish I could say like, oh, I set aside like this 45 minutes before work and I, I experience something every time. Sometimes you do, but other times I found in my life, like, more often I'm doing and all of a sudden the Lord's almost like, Hey, we need to meet. And that's when the working happens for me. I'm sure it's different for everyone for sure, but that's just kind of a, an example that maybe some of our listeners experience as well. I love that because it takes me to Galatians three, uh, two to five, because yep. what it does is he's doing it by faith and the spirit. Right. And I think yep. what we both saying is this, no matter the, the 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 how he's doing it in you, and no matter what route he's choosing that day with you, and it, it could be spending an hour in his presence. It can be you don't have the time to spend an hour. Um, I think it was Wigglesworth that said this. Um, I think it was Smith Wigglesworth that said mm -hmm. this. He doesn't pray more than 15 minutes, but doesn't stop praying after 15 minutes, right? And so yeah. it's, it's that living constantly in the state with the Lord and allowing the Holy spirit, because I think a lot of times we think a lot of this work is done, even what we've been talking about, right? Old nature and new nature when it comes to boasting, right? We can, we can have this mentality of thinking, well, I gotta not be boastful in the flesh, right? Or I gotta mm -hmm. be boastful in the spirit. I gotta, I gotta make myself have a pure heart. Right. And the key is that you can't make yourself do anything. Right. But you can allow the Holy Spirit and yield yourself to the Spirit and allow the Spirit by faith to do the work. 
Because the spirit is the one that does the work. The spirit is the one that is doing what he needs to do. Uh, look what it says in Galatians 3. I'm going to read started in 2. I know I sent this to you yesterday. And uh, I want to I know your thoughts on it when I sent it to you yesterday because it's so good. Um, it says this only, this is, this is Paul talking to the Galatians. This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish having begun in the spirit? Are you not being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain, therefore he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Now I can read this whole thing because it's really the whole thing to be read. I mean, when it, when it comes to Galatians three, but I'm going to, I'm going to skip some verses because it's really pause. Then giving you the description between, um, hold on, let me get to verse five. Cause you can keep on reading, uh, verse six, just as Abraham believed God and was accounted him of righteousness. Verse seven, therefore know that only those who are in faith are sons of Abraham. Verse eight, and the scriptures foreseen that God would justify the Gentiles by faith. We can read that all. I just want to read this. Oh my goodness, this is so good. There's so much in here. I'm going to go straight to verse 13, uh, Ryan. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. There in curses of the man who hungs on the tree, the blessing of Abraham uh, might come upon the Gentiles in Christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Right. And so it's talking about, you can't do any works by the things that you think you can do. It's gotta be faith in the spirit and allowing the spirit to do the works for you. And again, that's Galatians chapter three, read one through 15 and it will bless you but the premise of what paul is saying is that you can want it to be done by your flesh but you have to have faith in the spirit of god and even understanding that you have the spirit for what jesus has done not what you can do to get it but jesus has made and has given you access to the holy spirit and the holy spirit is the one that's doing the work in you and you have to have faith that the holy spirit is going to complete the work within you and i as you're speaking, Danny, and, and, and reading the scriptures, uh, I was thinking about all the all the programs in the world that are the quote-unquote 12-step program. And you go through these natural stages and, and you break things down. And the unfortunate part is when people go into back into the world and into their regular activities, the 12-step program, unless you keep it in, in the forefront of your mind or you keep something written down that you constantly go back to it's a constant work it's I, and again i'm not saying that people can't break through addictions and different things because that's really what a 12-step program is but a lot of times people go backwards they struggle and the reason i'm saying this is because all of those 12-step programs you're getting tools that you think you can accomplish through the flesh when in reality you need the spirit. The spirit is what's going to change from the inside. And we don't have to think about the spirit doing it. The spirit's going to do it. So if we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit, then the, and again, I'm not again, I, I want to clarify this. I'm not against 12 step programs. I think they're vital and they are important, 
But if you just have that, then you're always going to be relying on yourself to be stronger than what you're trying to overcome, where the Holy Spirit, we, we frankly just need the Holy Spirit to change us from the inside. And then the, having the tools of that 12-step program are great, but if they're not partnered with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's really going to bring the change and lead us into what he wants us to do if we actually incline ourselves to him. I know that was a lot. No, you're 100%, Ryan, because it could not, not only be the 12, it could be the psychologist and the psychiatrist. You know us, uh, we at The Wave, we, we encourage people to go see a psychiatrist, psychiatrist and psychologist. It can yeah. be, it's, it's what we're saying is what, what, is what Paul's saying. Don't have faith in those things, <laughs> right? They are part of the journey, but the faith is not in that thing itself. The faith is in the spirit because the spirit is using those things to help us, right? Mm -hmm. But he is doing the work of change, right? That's why in this podcast, we constantly are speaking about the Holy Spirit because I, I believe this, Ryan. It's just the, the topic that is less spoken about in, in the things of the kingdom, right? People have, you know, even in Christendom, we got the five-point sermons and we have the things. And again, that's why we premise everything that we're saying when it comes to old nature and new nature by this. The only way that you walk in your new nature is by the spirit of God, right? And, uh, and the spirit of God is going to display some things called the fruit of the spirit. And he wants to work on some things. You know, we've been talking about boasting in the... Uh, Look, looking at boasting through an old nature, right? And, and how that looks, you know, in the flesh, control, seeking glory, man's approval, the flesh, envy, uh, self-seeking, arrogance, all that's done by the flesh, all that. We don't need help for that. The flesh is automatically that. What the yep. spirit comes in is then to give us the opposite of that, which is the new nature, right? And we right. talked about last week, Ryan, the difference between the old nature and new nature and, and boasting because not all boasting is the same is the Holy Spirit and is a pure heart. How do we yep. walk into a pure heart? How do we have a pure heart? I can't have a pure heart because I get up in the morning running and say, hey, today I'm going to have a pure heart. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can confess that all day long, right? But if I don't allow the Holy Spirit to come inside of me and manifest a pure heart to me, guess what? It's just going to be confessing not a manifestation. No, I mean, uh, just using the example, like I, you know, having, I'm sure our listeners either have had little kids and they're grown or, or you maybe have little kids. You could wake up every day and say, I'm like, start saying almost like a mantra, like I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be patient. But yet two hours into the day, your toddler might do something that you want to run through a brick wall because you're just so frustrated. <laughs> and, and again, like I'm speaking from like, I lived, I've lived this, right. Or I live this currently. And I'm like, Holy spirit, you, I need, I need you. Like I do, because in those moments, there's no intellectual thought to make, to make me calm down. If, if I get frustrated in that moment, the only thing is the Holy spirit to stop me like instantly with, and, and give me patience in that moment. And I'm sure all the parents out there or anyone that has ever worked with little kids or, or anything like that, ha that have gotten frustrated. It's like, if you don't have the spirit, I don't care what you told yourself two hours ago, your instincts are going to take over. You want your instincts to be 
the Holy Spirit. That's what you want. Come on, man. Man, this is so good um, because it's, it leads into what we're talking about. And we, we're only going to discuss really three scriptures this morning when it yep. comes to boasting. I just believe this because I believe what the Holy Spirit is asking of us today is can we have faith that he's doing the work? And I want to, I want to, I want to, before we read Psalms, and I'm going to have you read Psalms 24, Ryan, but before I have you read, because remember, the old nature is boasting. The new nature or the opposite of that and the new nature, what does it look like? It looks like really a pure heart, right? But I want to, I want to say this because I want to go back to Galatians 3. We have to have faith that the Holy Spirit is doing the work. I want to I want to land that within our, us, Ryan, that we have to have faith that the Holy Spirit is doing the work even when we can't see it. Because I don't know if you guys are listening. I know this happens to me, that I have these great intentions, that I have these great moments in the Holy Spirit. And I feel him even now that I have these moments when he comes and touches me and and. I may go out throughout my day and I may have two good days <laughs> and that third day be a crappy day. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yep. And that, that crappy day, the enemy uses it to highlight more than what he's been. Right. And then I'm like, man, I haven't, I haven't changed. You know what I mean? I have, you know, I got still got a long way and, and I, I want to encourage us, man, that the, we have to have faith that the Holy spirit is doing the work that's unseen in us. Right. And that we can't sometimes, and this is me, because I, I, um, I'm a perfectionist and I want things done right. And I want things done in my timing. I try to will the timing, right? And I try to be like, I want to be this way today. And the Holy Spirit is like, yeah, you got to stay in the oven a little longer. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not ready yet, right? And so, and, and no matter how much you can will, you know, if you put, if you put, uh, you know, I, I like to do, um, I like to make banana uh, nut bread and, no matter what, you know, you put the banana nut bread in the oven, Ryan, I can will it in two minutes to be done. But no matter how much I can say to that yeah. oven, you better be done. It's not going to be done until it's done. Right. And I think a lot of times we don't understand that the Holy Spirit is working in us in ways that we cannot even see. And we have to, by faith, allow him to operate within us, even when we're not seeing it. 100% Danny, because we, unfortunately we live in a, in a world of results and we like to like to see results. Um, you know, if, it, if it's from growth in our job to, to trying to lose weight, we want to see it instantaneously. And the problem is like, you're going to have to reflect back in your walk five, six years ago with the, with the Lord to actually be able to see the growth that the Holy spirit has performed. It's not a, it's not going to be a day-to-day -day or a minute-by-minute -minute situation. Um, but I think that's hard for us because we want things now. We want it quickly. So, yeah, no, you're speaking it. Man, wait on the Lord, man. Let's, let's, let's talk about a pure heart for a second because, again, that's what it is to um, live in the new nature of God, to live in the Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to have us represent heaven on earth. You know, I remember this, Ryan, my mom, since I can remember, and when my mom hears this, she's going to say amen. I remember when I was young in the faith, my mom used to always pray over me and my brothers and sisters for a pure heart. She used to pray, God, give them a new heart and a pure heart. 
And I, I remember those prayers like it was yesterday. And we still got to be, we still got to pray those prayers. So go ahead and read Psalms 24, three to five. Psalms 24, three to five. And it's talking about a pure heart. Perfect. Uh, so here, here's what that says. It says, um, who may ascend into the hill of the Lord or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. So here the psalmist is literally talking about Mount Zion and who shall ascend the hill to Mount Zion. He has clean hands and a pure heart. Now, when we read something like this, Ryan, the number one thing that comes to our mind is how do we get a pure heart? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? How do we manifest a pure heart? And again, this is what we're saying that a pure heart comes from the spirit, right? Yeah. A pure heart and clean hands come from the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. Now we can see the attributes of what that looks like, right? Yeah. But they're actually making your heart pure. You can't do it with your own strength. Yeah, and that's that's the important part. I, I think we we have to we have to make sure we understand because I think it's it's very easy to get into a, a type of works mentality where it's like, well, I'm gonna work, I'm gonna work out my pure heart. And I know you and I are, are the same in terms of if we want if we want some, we're gonna work hard for it. And it's it's tough for anyone to slow down to realize you can't work out a pure heart. You have to allow it to develop i think that's one of the toughest parts it is it is one of the toughest and probably one of the most frustrating parts in this spiritual walk especially if you want to see growth happen at a very fast rate if we're blessed to live 100 years we're going to be growing until we're not here yeah uh, that's hard that's hard to look at like the long haul we want it in the short term Next week, we're going to talk about what is a pure heart and what does it look like? Because I think that's easy to talk about. I think this topic right here is the harder one to talk about, Ryan, because yep. you said it right. We want to manifest it. I'm going to just jump straight into five Matthew 5, 8. It's one of the yep. famous scriptures about a pure heart. But I think most of the time that is taught, Ryan, it's taught from actually you doing something to get it, right? So it's Matthew yep. 5, 8. It's Jesus talking the Sermon on the Mount. He says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And when we read this normally, or when a preacher is reading this from the pulpit, it's almost like if you do A, you get B. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe this is what Jesus is talking about here, right? Jesus right. is talking about all the things that are happening in the spirit, right? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Yes. And you can say, well, I don't have a pure heart. I'm not going to see God. I don't think that's what Jesus is saying here. I think what Jesus is saying, through the spirit, you have a pure heart. <laughs> you know? Yep. And that automatically gives you access to God, right? In the yep. flesh, you do not have a pure heart. But in the mm -hmm. spirit, and this is what I want to say, because we talk about this. He's not talking about old nature dynamic here. He's mm -hmm. describing new nature dynamic. He's describing who you are in the spirit who you yep. should be and who you should, because we are fully perfect in our spirit, man. 
Mm-hmm. I want yep. us to understand that we have a spirit man that's fully perfect, that is housed in the flesh, that is not. And we, a lot of times, we read scriptures like this and we see ourselves through the flesh and say, well, I can't see God because I see my flesh. And I don't think that's what Jesus is saying here. What Jesus is describing, I believe, on the Sermon on the Mount, and especially the Beatitudes, he's describing who we really are as a, as a new man, who we really are in our spirit man. And so what, he, what he's encouraging is in your spirit man, because of your pureness of your spirit man, you shall see God for who you really are in your spirit man. And so I'm hoping that's landing on people that I don't want folks to understand. Like we have this thing. People will preach this from the pulpit. Like you got to go get a pure heart and then you can see God. And you got to listen in your flesh. You will never have it. That's good, Danny. Yeah, I, I think. And, and again, I've, I've read it. I've read it both ways, too. I mean, you know, Matthew five, you know, three, you know, starting and going through, you know, verse verse 11, verse 12. It, yeah, it, it becomes where if you read it out of context, you you could put yourself in there in any of those verses, and it's like, well, if I don't do this, then I won't get this. And I think that's how we look, unfortunately, at a lot of different scriptures. And I, if we, it's through the Spirit. Like we have to know, like we we have the Holy Spirit, so you're gonna be able to commune and see God. In, in however he unveils himself to you because you have his spirit, not because you had some type of behavioral modification. Like that's not, that's not it. It's not even how you're, how you're behaving, how you're acting. It's because of what you're filled with being the Holy spirit, you're going to be able to commune with, with God. So yeah, we, we have to be careful of how we, we speak these scriptures because it can be, it can be potentially dangerous as well. No, a lot of times it is, Ryan, because again, if you want to get into context of this, it's, 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 he's really talking about Israel here <laughs> to some uh, yeah. Jews. So that's the, the real, again, this is where we, the reason I mentioned this scripture, because I, if we go deep, deep diving, we're going to figure out a lot of it is, is really talking to Israel and about who Israel is. Yep. And one of the things that the, all throughout the whole testament that God was speaking to Israel is that you still belong to me. You still belong to me. You still belong to me. And he always spoke it from that premise, right? And a lot of times we don't understand it. We we're not Israel, right? We 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 are God's sons and daughters redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ and what what he did on the cross and his power and resurrection. And so we he sees us always as sons and daughters, right? Just like he always saw Israel as his beloved, right? Even though Israel went through some different kinds of, uh, they rejected him and they went and like he says in Isaiah, they they get attached to hollow trees and and all these things. He still saw after them as his beloved. And I think a lot of times we don't put things in context. So we don't, again, it becomes that, oh, if I do A, B, and C, I get this, because we want the measurable outcomes, right? And, and, and we're trying to measure it through the flesh. And it's not done that way. I, I, I believe he always sees us through as beloved. We are always children of his. If we believe by faith who he says he is, um, you sent me the scripture the other day when he said it, and this is the works of God, that yep. you just believe, 
Yep. You want to know what works is believing. That's it. This yep. is the works of God that you believe in him. And once you believe, doesn't mean that your flesh is going to be perfect. Doesn't mean that you're going to do everything perfect. Doesn't mean that you're going to do everything to sort of uh, so, so-called um, deserve it, right? We don't mm -hmm. deserve none of it. We walk yep. by faith because who he says we are. We have what we say because he says we can have it. And that's the bottom line. And we have to believe that by the spirit. Absolutely. No, that's that's so good, Danny. Yeah, we have to. If we just lead with believing, then we, I mean, if you lead with I'm going to believe, then we allow the Holy Spirit to actually do what he, he is wanting to do without getting in his way, which we, we do a great job of, I, I believe. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I have done it. Um, yeah, many a times where I've literally stepped in front of the Lord and then it became so much more complicated as opposed to just believing and allowing the Holy Spirit to go before me. So just just some practical stuff there. <laughs> Man, you're 100%. There's too many times that, again, because we, we want to approach God the way we think he needs to see and what he needs to see. Instead of just allowing the Holy Spirit to do the work and we're not going to come before his presence perfect, but we can come before his presence with thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You know, we can come to his cause of praise. We're not going to come with our flesh all together. We're not, right? Our flesh is still going to have some issues um, coming with you his presence. And that should, and, and I'll land the plane this way. Your, your workings of the flesh should not stop you from pursuing and should not stop you from allowing the Holy Spirit to do what he needs to do in you. I'm going to say that again. Mm, yep. You can boldly come into the throne room of God, not because your flesh is perfected, but because Jesus has perfected everything in the spirit and because he has made a way for you. And you can know this, that your reliance is not in what you can do in your flesh. Your reliance is what he already did in the cross and what Jesus has already done. And so that's why these old nature and new nature conversations are important, Ryan, because even in scriptures like Matthew 5, 8, if we see it in the wrong concept, blessed are the pure heart, but they shall see God. We can, in, in our brains, it can go, well, if I'm, if I'm never pure in heart, then I can't see him. And no, you're pure in heart, not because of your flesh. You're pure in heart because your spirit man is fully pure, fully saved, fully perfect, but your flesh is not. That's so good, Danny. I, I love that you you made mention of we, we don't have to essentially clean ourselves up to be to be bold. And that that's a whole that's a, a mind warping statement that I don't have to clean myself up to go boldly before God because of what Jesus did on the cross. And I think that's a powerful thing for all of us to go into into the day and, and with essentially knowing that, Hey, like I know Jesus died for me. And I know that because of that, I'm able to go before God, no matter if I messed up five minutes ago or 24 hours ago. So I think that's, that's super powerful, man. We love you guys. Thank you for, for, uh, spending time with Ryan and I, as we go through this. And as we talk about old nature, new nature dynamics, as we're talking about, uh, boasting. Uh, we're going to get into pride next. Uh, I think next week is our last 
uh, yep. last uh, hit on 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 boasting, and we're gonna talk about um, what does a pure heart look like? Uh, how is it manifested by the Spirit? How the Holy Spirit makes it look like on earth? Um, and I'm praying, and I thank you for the journey, man. I want to thank those who listen, Ryan, uh, for the journey that they are taking with you and I. Um, and it's been fun as you and I are working through this and talking through this and allowing the Holy Spirit uh, to literally see his heart and mature us as we grow in him. So we love you guys. Shalom, Maranatha. Uh, we still believe that Christ is coming to rule and reign, and we can't wait till that day comes. We love you guys. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.